0: The worst cologne ever, (laughs) (laughs) Elon Musk in the morning. Welcome to Unimed's Innovation Overground, where we dig into some of those academic discoveries and innovations that we often hear about, but for whatever reason, never seem to actually touch our lives in any meaningful way. We want to look into that and hopefully answer why that is and and maybe come up with some solutions to helping those things get to market. Uh, My name is Charlie Litton. I'm the communication monkey at Unimed, the technology transfer office for the University of Nebraska Medical Center and the University of Nebraska at Omaha, our primary sponsor for this Wonderful, trip fantastic. I'm joined by Tyler Scher and Joe Rungi. Joe, you are a intellectual property lawyer. Startup monkey. <laughs> startup monkey. Uh, entrepreneurial werewolf and the associate director of some sort for Unitech, the translational research. You're doing great. Institute. Incubator. Oh. No. Is it an incubator? Is it Accelerate? <clears throat> it's Incubi- an incubator. There's so many long words in that one. So um how how are you doing i'm doing great
1: man we are just killing it the the unitech one just gets me every time i don't know why
0: all right tyler is a um i'm the salesman monkey (laughs) He's a licensing guy at unimed um so he's the phd he makes him the smartest one in the room and just to solve any questions out there i am still the dumbest one in the room how's it going tyler
1: Good. How are you doing, Charlie?
0: He <laughs> said with a knowing laugh. <laughs> and to
1: solve more questions, please, please, please take a moment to review
2: the podcast. Please take a moment to leave a rating. Please subscribe, and uh, please check out the future technology in the program notes. Every something cool, but this one especially so. We're really eager to become the front porch for university innovation, talk about the great work that universities are doing and the commercial opportunities contained therein like the ooey-gooey center
0: of the delicious candy bar. Okay, yeah, I zoned out there for a second. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we definitely want to do something with candy bars. Um, <laughs> also, we do want to tell more stories than just uh, Nebraska stories. We want to tell stories everywhere about how universities help all of our lives actually improve. And on that note, um, Joe, you said that solar energy doesn't entirely suck, and I don't believe you. Awesome. So I want to go over that. This is exactly where I want to. So, start. so you, you want to defend solar energy because it sounds like like you could, you could put them on your roof, but then you know it gets cloudy and they break, or maybe an acorn lands on it and it breaks. It cracks. It cracks.
2: Or maybe the sun doesn't quite at the right angle. Yeah, and it's like at twenty percent. So it's efficiency.
0: like, well, to get to power your house, you're going to need to carpet your lawn with solar panels. Yes, and, and then put
2: solar panels on those.
0: Yeah, and then <laughs> you're going to have to have solar panels on your solar panels.
2: And then you got to buy your neighbor's house, knock it down, and
0: put up a solar farm. <laughs> yeah, then you can run your microwave. <laughs> yeah, and then and then you could put a wind farm there too to help. That way, you can turn Murder on, the birds. that way you can have two TVs. Take that um, environment. So, so, tell <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So tell me how solar panels um, are actually a good idea. I
2: think it's a really cool idea. Like how solar panels like came to be right. And like why we're at where we are. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause it's kind of an interesting history. So, Um, Most solar panels now are made out of silicon, and and the reason for that's uh, very interesting. But they weren't originally. So the original solar panels were made in the United States. They were made kind of through NASA, right, because... You can't gas up a satellite, and it needed to sort of stay in orbit. And mm. solar—if you really want good solar energy, Charlie, go live in orbit because once you're out of the atmosphere, <laughs> <it> solves everything. <laughs> it is. Fan- I've heard it's great. Yeah, <laughs> so. i have been looking into that. Yeah. Um, Thank you. Look into it more.
0: I tell um, you what, but Zillow. Have you been up on Zillow for the for real estate prices through the roof? It's <laughs> I'm telling you, man. You get I out got, of the troposphere. We're saving, but <laughs> it's going to be hard to find an agent.
2: So uh the the original solar cells were made out of stuff other than silicon and and then sort of silicon became the 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 principal means for making solar panels because it's cheap and abundant there's lots of it it's it's all over the place mm-hmm. so when solar started getting big in in the 90s uh silicon got actually really expensive because mm-hmm. there there was more demand for for silicon and and that led to a bunch of late 90s venture capital backed alternative silicon solar panel companies so there were um people doing like thin films which is ways of using like organic dyes and other types of and and they all were, were humming along with lots of investor money and, and making good progress and then um silicon sort of production got really cheap and so it became like a commodity so part of the reason why we're still using these sort of silicon designs is they they're like fifth generation they're as efficient as you can get the technology and this kind of gets Back to Thomas Edison, right? It's like, you know, let's just keep making the same thing we've been making, only slightly more efficient, except the people who had that idea was was China, and they subsidized their solar panel industry. And so that kind of created a perfect storm in 2008 when the bottom fell out of the economy, and a lot of these companies that had lived on investor money had no more investor money to live on. So you had this sort of non-silicon solar apocalypse, followed by this sort of subsidized solar non-apocalypse and that basically led to of all the solar panel companies in the world like four of the biggest ones are basically still in china
0: hmm. oh really right so china just has it they just china own just the- has
2: it because they have scale they've got efficiency they're they're basically making you know a commodity right not a not a technology switch.
0: so what i'm hearing is it's just not even worth it to try competing with them it if- is
2: you should give up charlie and and just go into orbit right now <laughs> That's it. I'm I, getting on my rocket and getting out of here. We can't win.
0: I'm talking about for solar panels. No, we can win,
2: right? What like about we, Solar how? City?
0: But they got the, <laughs> they 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 can produce the most silicone or excuse me, the most silicon with the least amount of the most efficiently because they don't like to pay. They don't have to pay their people, right? They're well, just,
2: let's not get into like whatever ooh, it is. Ooh, ooh, they just but, have
1: bigger factories with more efficiency. That's all you need to think of it.
2: Right. Is, right.
0: Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Well, however, they get that efficiency doesn't matter, but. But you can't compete with it. So our why? Ans-
1: our answer is Elon Musk, right? Isn't that what you're going to say, Joe? That's our answer. It isn't actually, but I want to oh. hear you say it. <laughs> Elon Musk. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what is Solar? C- I don't even know what that is. I'm sorry. Solar City. That's his solar panel. His solar panel. But it's an installing company. company, right? They don't make them. I uh, so they it's a battery company, probably more. <laughs>
2: probably. Actually. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's a whole other problem with, with solar energy, which we'll talk about in another show. <laughs> okay. But the the to your point, Charlie, you're absolutely right. You're never going to out manufacture solar panels. And so my original idea was, well, what can you use that isn't silicon? And there's actually tons of new research of like really efficient, non-silicon-based solar panels that don't require like rare earth elements that, you know, are, are much... Easier to produce; they're not as complicated to manufacture. Like you don't have to well, mine them well, from asteroids. Is you that don't mean? have to mine them from asteroids. <laughs> <laughs> Those days are over. <laughs> no, um, but I found something way more interesting and way more simple to understand. So there's this really cool technology out of Johns Hopkins, which is called a concentrator. Johns Hopkins? I know Johns Hopkins. They're everywhere.
0: What are they doing with What are they messing around with solar panels?
2: Be- because they have an engineering school and they do really cool stuff there.
0: I had no idea. I know. It's right? interesting. I thought okay. it was all, all. I mean, there's edible. all. I thought it was all doctor stuff. There's yeah. a yeah.
2: there's a reason they learn all that awesome stuff out there, right? <laughs> so, but anyways, cool. um, they right. they have this the and, and concentrators are are not a new thing, right? So one of the ideas is if you have a solar panel and you don't want to make like thirty of them, right? What you do, and I kid you not, sort of Acme Wiley Coyote style, you get a giant magnifying glass and you point it at your solar panel, <laughs> and all of a sudden you're getting a lot more energy into your solar panel. It's a lot more efficient. There's a lot of ant casualties. Yeah. <laughs> God help the ant farm that set up shop there. But it's pretty wicked, man. Yeah. Uh, no, but the, the, the problem is, you know, magnifying that's expensive and, and difficult. And so, what they've devised is a way to sort of have this planar, uh, polymeric layer, which instead of having kind of glass encasing your solar panel, you have this super fancy sort of angular plastic. And the plastic is arrayed in such a way where it actually concentrates the, the sunshine through the solar panel onto the thing that actually makes electricity. And instead of having to have this big, complicated Acme extendo arm <laughs> uh, uh, magnifying glass over your solar panel, just the, the glass layer itself actually concentrates the, the 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 solar energy into the solar panel makes it more efficient, hmm. and it works for a silicon-based uh, solar panel. It would work for um, uh, really any type of solar panel you would want to use.
0: Okay, so that's one approach. You can you can add juice, I guess, to the solar panel by just concentrating the light source, essentially.
2: Right. You essentially have a magnifying glass window. Yeah over right. it. Okay. And it's not an expensive one to produce. It can be produced, you know, on scale and efficiently because it's just sort of manufactured out of plastic.
0: Okay. Well, that sounds... Pro- I mean, but how much How much more energy are we talking about? I mean, so they're able to d-
2: dramatically improve efficiency dramatically. in sol- solar panels. I mean, you're not going to, you know, double or, or triple, but you're, you know, by several multiples, you're improving it. You know, I don't know, you're making it 80% more efficient or something along those lines. Okay. And so, but it's an example of like one way in which... Innovation, especially when it's coming out of material science at universities, can change the equation on how to better produce solar panels. Because there is this fatalistic attitude that you know, the market has already been set due to things that happened a decade ago. Mm -hmm. But just as the market was disrupted by the Chinese ability to, you know, subsidize their industry and produce one type of thing more efficiently, it also really wed them to producing that one type of thing. I gotcha. And Mm. so, you know, their strength is is their weakness. And I'm not making this a zero sum game, right? In the end, I don't. It's not so much about who's manufacturing the solar cells. It's the fact that solar cells still need to get better in order to be, uh, you know, all they can be. They can still get better, right? That's, like, why we do this show. And that research already exists. There are already ideas waiting out there with patents. Like what?
0: I mean, so, I mean, there's a way to, I don't know, put lipstick on a pig, I guess. You know, you can make, okay, here we got this. So is, is silicon the problem? for for efficiency
2: so silicon think of it this way it's it's an economic reality right that the best way like currently if i had to produce solar panels for uh my lunar colony right i would produce them out of silicon because they're the most reliable technology if i had to produce the most effective solar panel in 10 years I would put a lot of money into an alternative to silicon because— Is there an alternative? There are. There are multiple ones from the National Renewable Energy Laboratory. They have a whole different uh, type of chemistry, which is uh, weirdly based on uh, very abstract physics that is right now about as efficient as silicon but has the potential to become several times more efficient.
0: So let's focus on that then. That well, sounds great.
2: But what I'm saying is, is right now you could—if on if you wanted to start building silicon— Uh, solar panels to compete in the world, there are technologies that would make those panels, even if you could not produce them as cost effectively, you could produce electricity more efficiently by simply taking one of these technologies from Johns Hopkins and putting those on there. And then gradually, as you improve the chemistry, you would have that much more efficiency.
1: So you're going to level up those, that older technology? I love it. Yeah, you could level up the older technology while still laying a framework to put new technology underneath it. So why couldn't we just hang a magnifying glass from the moon? Oh my gosh. That's way better.
2: <laughs> you know what we could do is we could mine the glass from asteroids. I've got a quantum computer that can figure out the solution and biomarkers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know
0: how to follow that up. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry, Joe. Did you have anything a magnifying else? Hang to... glass on the moon.
2: No, no. I, I I'm
0: I'm googling magnifying glass on the moon as we speak. <laughs> so how close are we to um to 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 being in a place where where I don't know you can incorporate, you know, something like a solar panel to your just when you build your house so you don't have to be on I'm I'm I guess I'm talking about way way down the road where there's not even a need for say a power grid. You know,
1: Elon you can, Musk <laughs> Yeah, no. That's, in again. Sorry. That's a good way to
2: phrase it, though, because I mean, right now you can have a roof that is solar powered, right? I mean, right. Like, your shingles like standard, can be solar panels. Yeah, you have solar yeah, panels, and shingles. they're not
1: that much more expensive than yeah.
2: really the expensive elegant thing. Shingles. The expensive thing is actually having the electrical system underneath the roof, so it sort of plugs into your
1: house. Yeah. Well, or or you just basically strap a battery to that. You hang it from the side of your house now. That's true. They're, they're eye walls, I think they're called, or, or a super capacitor. Yeah. Uh, oh really? But if you, but but, so, but if it's actually illegal in most states to be off the grid, so you even if you do that to your house, you still have to be connected to the right. grid. You don't necessarily have to be um, using their the, the electricity. But can you can you sell power back to the grid in Nebraska? Yes. you can. I think so. You, oh wow, yeah. interesting. I think you can. Now I think we're think getting you can, somewhere. I think you get a check. Okay, wow. I think that's um, pretty cool okay I don't so know, you I'm can tell we're,
0: we're still not we're still in the market um, like I said you know <laughs> we're space. gonna get that figured out Charlie. you're gonna need a really long cable <laughs>
1: <laughs> I want to know what fraction of Omaha you're yeah. powering yeah it was gonna be
0: in geostationary orbit somewhere over Omaha and <laughs>
1: the commute was, down's real easy but yeah. going back up <laughs>
0: Base elevators? All right. I'm going to end it. This is getting out of control. All right. On that note, I think it's time to come to ground. Thank you for joining us on the Innovation Overground. Check the program notes for uh, more about the uh, the advances in solar panels and where that might take you. Uh, for Joe Runge and Tyler Sher, I'm Charlie Litton saying thank you for joining us on the Innovation Overground.